0: Hey folks, before we jump into the episode today, I just wanted to let you know about something that you might be interested in if you are considering making some kind of a career change. I have recently launched a self paced online audio course called Meaningful Career Change, which is all designed to kickstart your mindful and meaningful career change journey with focus and intention. So if you're looking to avoid the overwhelm and get started on the right foot with some logical steps, practical exercises, and insightful tips that draw on real-life career change coaching success stories from me, a seasoned career coach, straight to your headphones, then head on over to leadingbeings.com and follow the links to uh, events and courses, and you'll find the meaningful career change course under the heading all right into the episode hi there and welcome to the good work revolution a podcast all about sharing interesting ideas and stories on creating work for well-being fulfillment and meaningful impact I'm your host, Kate McCready, and my good work is all about helping people and organizations reimagine their work-life experience in a changing world to be more conscious, connected, human, and whole. Through personal, professional, and leadership development, I help people evolve and elevate their work lives, workplaces, and life's work. You can find me at com it's been a while since I've done a reflections episode and I thought I would go back and do some reflections on the episodes I missed. So I'll be jumping back to the episode that I did with Ryan McCarthy from Culture of Good and going to be exploring the idea of how we discover our calling. But before I do jump into that, I just wanted to share a couple of things that uh, I have on the go with you. So the first one is an amazing free coaches summit that I'm going to be participating in. It's been put on by a wonderful woman called Dallas Travers, and she's brought together a whole bunch of coaches who are going to share some really amazing information about really building uh, an authentic coaching business, and I'll be speaking in that one um I'll be doing a talk called Six Figure Flow, Energy and Authenticity to Reach Your Full Potential. So you can head on over to listen to that, even if you're not a coach, if you're doing some kind of small business or, or solo business or entrepreneurship. It's going to be really helpful. There's lots of mini masterclasses that are designed to really help us um, overcome a lot of obstacles that we face as business people. So really struggling to generate that meaningful income or if we're um, frustrated because we can't find those quality leads, perhaps really hungry to break the time and money trap uh, and really you know it's about us getting really real about running our businesses. and you know if we're thinking about the good work out there that we are doing as small business owners, if if you are one of those people, being able to really get your message out there and do it with success, it's what what we're aiming for because it means more success for the people we're out there to help, but also more success for ourselves and, and who doesn't want the success for ourselves as well. So if you would like to check that one out, head on over to www.sixfigurecoachsummit.com slash kate. So the next thing I've got for you is a free e-course that I've pulled together called A Conscious Work-Life Introduction. Uh, This course takes you through the nine principles that I've used in my life and I'm going to share with you about how you actually create a conscious work life and what a conscious work life actually is. If you'd love to get that free e-course, uh, you can head on over to my Teachable site, so www.katemacready.teachable.com. And when you get into that site, just uh, scroll down uh, until you find the features, featured course, A Conscious Work Life Introduction. Click on that and you can sign up free. And the final thing that I've got coming up is uh, for those of you who are in Australia or in Melbourne, I have a conference which I'll be putting on with my wonderful friend, Kate Cashman of The Breath Between, and that's going to be a. A conference that really explores what it means for us to take a more conscious approach to how we design and create our working lives. So that'll be on in Melbourne in August, on the tenth and eleventh of August. So if you're keen to head along to that, um, we've just got a landing page up on the website at the moment: www.worklifex.org and you can register your interest and hear about when the super early bird tickets go on sale and there'll be some really great discounts for those so it's definitely worth getting on board for that so let's get stuck in now and really dig into this topic of discovering our calling so a calling is one of those things that often gets kind of aligned with the idea of having a purpose or doing meaningful work doing that thing that really draws you and pulls you in and Why I wanted to touch on this today is I I really like the idea of a calling as opposed to kind of talking about purpose. And the reason that I like that is because it's in the very word itself, calling. It's this idea that something is, you know, gently whispering or, or yelling out to you and saying, hey, come and take a look at me. I'm interesting. I'm charming. I love this idea of charm. I'm currently studying to be a meditation teacher in the Vedic philosophy and something that that philosophy talks a lot about is following charm and and following the things that have that natural quality to them that make us want to kind of dive in and see what they're about. And really, this is why I love this idea of a calling. It's something that's kind of reaching out to you going, hey, come and have a look at me. I'm interesting. Something that really kind of digs into your curiosity and kind of nuzzles into your brain so that you really want to go and explore it and see what it's all about. You know, as opposed to that idea of, well, I must find my purpose, um, that kind of has these connotations of, well, there's this thing and I've got to go out and I've got to work out what it is. And when I get there, that's it. I've, I've got it sorted. But I like this idea of a calling because it's it's something that's beckoning you and it's not to necessarily say that it's the the be-all and end-all and you might kind of follow that calling and, and see where it takes you and then something else might begin to call and you can follow that calling as well. So with a calling, if you're thinking, well, how do I discover my calling?, what I really suggest is to really start to pay attention to those little tugs, to those little voices, to those little pieces of charm that really attract you. Maybe you know you're you're in a meeting one day at work and someone talks about a topic or something, and you go, "Oh, that's really interesting. I wonder. I wonder what's that? That's about I'd love to find out more about that." then, you know, begin to follow that thread, begin to see where it leads you. I think we can often think that when we are, you know, going to discover something like a calling, then it's going to be this big thing that whacks us over the head and that we're going to know straight away and it's, you know, going to be right in front of us. But I think sometimes it can be more subtle than that. If you think about You know, if we're sticking to the metaphor, if you're thinking about someone calling out to you, if, if they're far away, that that voice might be really soft and it's going to take you kind of taking steps and walking towards it for that voice to become louder and for you to really get clarity around what that voice is saying. So if you've got those little, those little tugs, those little threads, go and start following them and see where they lead. The other idea that I love um, around this idea of charm and calling is that you might not actually be following something for the reason that you think you might be following it. One of my meditation teachers describes this really well. He goes, well, you know, you might you might decide that you want to say go and learn a language or something like that and, you know, you, you head along to this language class and you're really into the language class and then all of a sudden you're in that language class and you meet this amazing man or woman and, uh, you know, you fall in love and you you go off with this man or woman and then you you keep trying to kind of pursue the language and, and, but it's just not happening in the way it was before. And it might be that the, uh, the language course was the thing that was calling you, but it wasn't calling you actually for the language course. It was calling you to discover that, that person in that class, Um, that that's an interesting example but you can see uh, in other situations how you might be called towards something for one reason and find out that actually there's something else there that, that was actually more interesting and where that that real voice was actually coming from an example of this for me at the moment was um Originally, I, when I started to learn meditation, I was, I was called to learn meditation uh, just out of an interest in it. And I'd never really particularly thought about teaching. And it wasn't until I spent some time with my teacher one day and we were talking about how I could potentially share this meditation with other people. Uh, she said to me, Oh, have you ever considered teaching? And it was like a little light bulb went off in my, my head. And I was like, Oh, actually, no, but but yes. And all of a sudden this, uh, this new path un- began to unfold for me uh, of becoming a meditation teacher. And it wasn't necessarily because I sat down one day and went, right, I'm, I'm going to go and become a meditation teacher. But I followed this, this charm or this call towards meditation and eventually uh, it became something more than what I'd originally expected from it. But you've also got to listen to those little voices when you're following a calling. You've got to listen to those moments when, you know, the light bulb goes off in your mind about something. Um, I think we do have the tendency sometimes to ignore those things when they seem like they're out of the ordinary for us. You know, I wasn't I wasn't thinking at all about becoming a a meditation teacher. But when the the thing went off in my mind, I, I listened to that. I listened to the fact that it had called me and I and I followed so yeah. I wonder, do you have any little things that have been calling to you? Have you had any moments where there's been a thread that you thought you might like to pull? Have you pulled the thread or have you kind of dismissed it and gone, mm, you know, maybe that's not for me. That's not within the scope of what I'm doing at the moment. The other thing I'd like to talk about in terms of discovering a calling is I I really don't think that there is a single calling for each of us. I think there's there's callings callings are things that can call to us from all over the place they can be work related they can be life related they can be love related uh they can be all kinds of things and and there's not just one calling for all of us there might be a big one there might be a big thing that's really pulling you uh towards it um but there can also be lots of little callings as well i think when we put pressure on any one thing to be our be-all and end-all, we can get ourselves in a bit of a spot. You never know when at any one time in your life something might not be right anymore. So I think if we really put too much emphasis on the the one thing and that's that's it, then if, if something happens to that one thing, then it uh, means that we find it a lot harder to reinvent and find something new. You know, great examples of this are say an an athlete who has really followed their athletic passions and their athletic calling with with everything they have for for their life, and really kind of built up their their identity or something around that. And then they get injured, and they can no longer pursue that athletic calling so what does that mean if if all their eggs have been in that athletic basket if they haven't followed some of those other threads in their lives in a certain area but i think we should never do that at the exclusion of everything else and particularly not at the exclusion of those uh those other little charms that come our way uh, it's like kind of Elizabeth Gilbert talks about in her book, Big Magic, it's like ideas that come and if if you don't kind of grab onto one of those ideas and take it forward, the idea is going to go and find someone else. Those little aspects of charm and calling, I think if you don't nurture those those little charms, then then they're going to fade away in some way. Great example of this from my own life is, um, I used to do a lot of musical theatre and I used to love singing and being on stage and I've I've let that calling go. That was definitely a calling of mine in the past. And just uh, by by not nurturing it it's it's kind of gotten really quiet. And while every now and then it, it might pop back in my into my life in a little way, it's definitely not a as big a part of my life as it once used to be. And that's okay, but it's just an example of how, you know, these these callings can uh, can be more prominent, they can be nurtured and they can be grown and built Or if uh, if we don't listen to them and we kind of let them fade away, they can become quiet and um, and sometimes kind of drop drop out of our lives. So if you want to discover your calling or a calling, follow your curiosity, follow charm, follow that little voice And when you find a thread to follow, nurture it and really build on it and see where it leads you. And of course, don't be afraid to change direction if you find that that thread is actually leading you somewhere else. So thanks so much for tuning into today's episode of the Good Work Revolution podcast. If you enjoyed the episode or, you know, if you got a particular heart uh-huh moment out of it, I'd love to hear from you. Love it when I get emails about the podcast. So shoot me an email, kate at kate. KateMcCready.com. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Also, feel free to come and leave a comment on my Facebook page or come and say hi on Instagram. Love it when uh when I get some interaction from all of you out there on the interwebs. Um can sometimes feel very quiet here podcasting in my room. So I would love to hear from you. Also, if you really did enjoy the podcast, uh share it with somebody else. Is there someone that you know that is searching for their calling. Um, send, Send them a link. It would be amazing. I love it when people share as well. So thanks so much. Hope you're having a wonderful day and keep up the good work. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into the episode today. I'm so grateful that you took the time to have a listen. I hope you really enjoyed it and got something valuable out of it as well. If you did, I would appreciate it so much if you would leave us a review on iTunes if that's how you're listening. It always helps us get the word out about the podcast and helps it get into more people's ears. Also, always love meeting people who are listening and hearing what you're getting out of the podcast. So come and say hello on Instagram. LinkedIn, send me an email and absolutely love to meet you online and hear how you are being and becoming a leading being.